I mean, because character development means can mean like I think two different things. There's there's the character's own understanding of themselves as the 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 time progresses in within the context of the film, and there's the the audience's understanding of of the character, going from like how I understand the character on in the script versus what the actor brings to the character, and that's also very eye-opening to to let go a little bit of that control because that's exactly what it is you know the because obviously film is so collaborative every time you let another person in you're letting go a little bit of of the pure vision that you have Hi, I'm Yaku. And I'm Mark. And we're in the same room. We'll see how long this lasts this time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Department Spotlights. It's the show where we speak to our friends and colleagues in the film industry about their experiences. In this video, we're speking to Evan McDarvitz. He's a writer and director friend of mine and just a personal friend of mine that I've known for years and years and years. We met each other in high school. It's a whole cute thing. And we go into a lovely conversation about his burgeoning, blossoming career. And in this part two, we're speaking about Evan's process. He's thinking around writing and directing and working with actors, etc. And if uh, you haven't watched part one on Evan's path, then uh, you should go, go do that. But anyway, let's get into it. Hi, I'm Evan Wigderovitz. I'm a writer and director and researcher from Joburg, and I'm currently living in Cape Town and working sometimes, if I'm lucky. Okay, so for part two, we thought we'd get into the process. Uh, we touched a bit upon it in part one, uh, sort of where things started originating, but we really wanted to sort of get into the nitty gritty of your specific process. Uh, so we thought we'd start off with, what is your approach to a screenplay? For example, where does that initial idea come from? We know you touched on upon it, but Maybe you can just like sort of elaborate further. To 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 writing specifically, um, I think there's there's for me there's the the big idea that happens first, which is often the subject of of the screenplay, um, and then I have a sort of litmus test that's like I'm very interested in the subject. And I think there's there's the potential to get a, a film out of the subject, a film that I would, or a story or whatever, that I would be willing and energized to spend years of my life on. You know, that's, that's a huge commitment. And then once you have the idea of the subject, then you let it, I let it linger for a little bit. So that's like the, the litmus test of letting it, if if it sticks, if it stays around, if if it starts to become the filter for other ideas, so so I start. I, I'm watching a, a a film or reading something or listening to an audio book or watching an interview or whatever, and then that main idea starts becoming and the filter and catching ideas from external sources. Um, and then obviously doing more active research. So, so the, 
the screenplay that I've written is a it's a historical drama that it that and and the character and and the time that it takes place is I didn't live during that time and I don't share a lot of life experience with the character, which means that it's my responsibility to 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 research thoroughly um, for for a, a script like that. So there's then 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 the ideas start to like dance with the the research. You start reading things that are specific to the subject, and and um, ideas grow around there. And then once I've got a whole book of ideas, like so, I write a lot of physical notes, and then I collate the notes in 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 um, specific notebooks. So I have like a notebook that's dedicated only to one project. Um, once the the book I feel is is full enough, then I start constructing the um, the like narrative line. Yeah, and 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 see how the ideas work against each other, work with each other. Um, so, so I think it's a bit of a deconstruct, like a bit of a reverse way of, of working. Cause I think a lot of people start with, okay, he has the hero's journey, step one, step two, step three. Whereas I, I, I don't personally, I don't have anything against, uh, a more rigid structure, but, but it's not the way that my brain works. So, and it's not subjectively what I like. Um, I think there's something more interesting when, when, when you don't necessarily follow some like like some version of a formula, um, so then it goes from ideas to 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 structure to writing. Then then you like have the, the skeleton, you know, like mm. the note, the, the sticky notes on the wall or whatever, and then you go from that to to actually like fade in or whatever. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, that's that's sort of opposite to how we do it, which is very cool um, to, to even for me to like think about how does that even work? Because um, I think, well, for me at least, um, and for Mark, we write together, but we sort of like have this idea um, and then it's like, oh, okay, what happens in this? We've got a video on it, the, the five beat structure, um, and then we sort of like fill it in. But I think this approach is also really well, I, I don't think interesting. I don't think it's just so much as like a filling in as more like a like a asking questions about it. Yeah, what I mean idea. is like um, it sounds like from what what you just said, Evan. You can tell me if I <laughs> misunderstood you, but it sounds like you like in your research you just like write down ideas that are like maybe somewhere in the film this can happen, maybe somewhere in the film this can yeah. happen, and then um, like you said, when it's full enough, then you're like, okay, where does it go? I mean, it's 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 not necessarily as rigid as that, but like, so I know I know there's so so the ideas start to have some relationship to each other um, before I, I I structure the the story. So I have some idea of what the story is, and that also starts to feed some of the ideas. Um, but but it's it's definitely not detailed in any way, like the. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of an abstract thing to explain, I guess. Um, and that that stage of the process is 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 very like internal. It's like very like yeah. in in my my mind. Um, and then yeah. like the whole like the like the whole structuring phase is like taking the the way I understand it internally and like making that external. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
if that makes I, sense. I don't know. If it I think it does. Sorry, sorry for no, you. No, I think it does. I think it does. Because I don't think a five, like, for example, looking at this, the scene with the five beats is a sort of inorganic way of doing it. Like, yeah. I don't feel like we've, I don't personally feel like we force anything. You know, no, like, but but that's what I'm saying. Like it's like we when we use our structure, it's sort of like I don't want to say it's a shortcut, but it like helps us to figure out or to understand what needs to happen. Yeah. Instead of like us just, I mean, we have an idea of where we want it to go, but it's like in every scene, there's this five beats that we try to like make or try to bake into the scene so that it is a good scene, so that it makes. So it has a reason to be there yeah. instead of just writing a scene because it feels like there's a scene. So, yeah. I, but I, but I, what I was trying to say is like, I really like this idea of just like letting it stew in your mind, yeah. I guess is what you do. Cause I, I mean, we, we did like 12 shorts and all. Yeah. I was about to say year. your guys output it's like... <laughs> so high that it's, that it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it like, it like demands a different process in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just like imagining what it would be like to just stew an idea for a year and then getting started. When you do start to write it, right? Do you then keep referring back to your little book that you made, or do you just hmm. sort of then sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I go back to like like the thing that gave me the idea in the first place. Like I rewatched the film, or I I relook at a a, a historical reference, or reread like an account or something um but that, at that yeah, stage that it's like been stewing so long that it just sort of comes out yeah i mean dude sometimes i like i, I look at the notes i'm like i don't even remember writing this. like <laughs> who wrote this like i don't even remember where like what or like I, I read something and like it does i don't understand it like what yeah. was i trying to say here <laughs> you know that happens yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that it also speaks to like longer form stories versus like shorter film stories mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. like i'm sure you also don't even approach a short film the same way you do a feature film you know what i mean because i'm thinking like yeah. our approaches to like our longest longer form stuff like malamelo like alakrapis we did like sit with s mm -hmm. stuff for a while and like I mean, but also you, we did guys, write guys short are still sitting yeah that's true yeah. Actually, yeah, but but also like we wrote the short first, yeah, which is True. interesting. I don't think we've ever just written a feature as a feature. Adaptation. Yeah. So I mean, so we do sort of stew with it a little bit, but it's not like we wait for the whole feature before we like see if the if there is an idea. You know yeah. what I mean? We like make the short. Yeah. I mean the expand. the the short that I wrote for the anthology obviously didn't go through the same process at all. Um, it's much more of a, 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 a character study, um, mm. which, 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 and I think if you, if you are making something um, in a, in like a, a short amount of time, the, the best, the, the richest source is yourself, I think. So like personal experience um, mm. and people that you know, and, and worlds that you understand, because then you can get like nuance very quickly and yeah I, I guess it also it worked for for the short that's how I approached it rather than trying to dig a hole that was too big and then and then mm. um not being able to to fill it in time with I guess research research based ideas mm. or whatever I, I it's a it's much more personal in a lot of ways interesting yeah, yeah. I think we have a, a similar kind of approach with short films like we 
none of our shorts is really sort of existing outside of our like too much outside of our experience um mm. like personal experience i suppose that that is sort of also one of like the restrictions that we put on ourselves about, yeah yeah when we did those that's true yeah we were like i mean yeah i guess that's it's also about the restrictions that you put on yourself when you when you like i'm gonna write a feature i'm not gonna put like it's not like an assignment that has to be done in like two months then you have that sort of freedom to just let it stew um whereas we like put restrictions on us we have we need to write these it can't be too big needs to be done at this time interesting yeah interesting i think i'd like to try your approach though sounds really really fun to just get lost in your own mind but consuming at times You were talking about um, the short being a, a character study. How do you approach like your characters? Do you, again, in your like stew, do you like yeah. put like these are the characters based on these sort of things that I've seen yeah. or? I think you... I think it's definitely the thing that I, I struggle with the most um, is character development um, or character. I mean, because character development means can mean like I think two different things. There's there's the character's own understanding of themselves as the 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 time progresses in within the context of the film, and there's the the audience's understanding of of the character. So so I don't think it's 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 necessary, and I think some people, I mean a lot of people probably disagree that the character has any sort of growth in in a story in a film. But but what is important is that the audience understands that character more. So it's it's not to say that the character can't grow throughout the film or change throughout the film. But but the the what what I think is essential is that the audience's understanding of the character shifts um, or or becomes richer over over the course of the film. Um, so, so that is something that I'm, I'm through this. The short form was was a, a very good, a very good start. It's something that I'm just sort of, I'm like I haven't like fine tuned that part of my thinking. That that's like something that I, I guess, know that I need to 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 focus on, or like the part of the process that I I find important, but I know I'm not as naturally inclined to. Um, as the the structure or the world building or whatever. Then in in your experience of making this short and just sort of new new sort of thinking around approaching character, how did you then translate that and how did that change in working with the actor and how did that like sort of shift on set and then what were you going to, what are you maybe going to like take forward Mm. into like the next project? Sort of like moving from writing to directing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a, a huge, huge learning curve for me um, during during a short. It, I think it was. I mean, it was the first time I worked with a proper professional actor, like a middle aged man that's you know really good at acting. And I think that I wa- I wanted someone else to play the part. Like I had an idea of someone, and they weren't able to do it. So we went through the casting process, um, and this guy sent a tape and I, I wasn't super convinced and then he had a callback and yeah he was he was super good and I think I think it's it's 
that exact thing of of going from like how I understand the character on in the script versus what the actor brings to the character. And that's also very eye-opening to to let go a little bit of that control. Because that's exactly what it is. You know, the because obviously film is so collaborative, every time you let another person in, you're letting go a little bit of of the pure vision that you have. Um, and it's just about understanding that that letting that actor bring what he's bringing to the character is actually enriching the film rather than taking away from the vision or whatever. Um, the same goes for for all other collaborations, I think, on, on set. You know, the DOP is going to bring hopefully something that you could never bring, but makes the film better. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's relinquishing control for for the right reasons. Um, I think another question sort of related to like working with people is I think a conversation that we've had before and I've been rewatching the behind the scenes, the making of um, the third season of Twin Peaks and <laughs> just paying attention to um, the kind of like language that David Lynch uses, especially when he's speaking to actors. And I think that what's the most interesting thing about his approach is not so much what he says, but what he doesn't say to an actor. Mm-hmm. What is your approach then with how much you go into the sort of interiority of the character versus letting them yeah. like, fill it up themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I think I've thought about this quite a lot before I ever directed an actor. Um, I mean, I did uh, like stage plays and stuff in high school. Um, and then I, I didn't think about it at all. I like I like can't even re- remember how I directed those plays. But working with like a, a professional actor who's clearly thought about the character, thought about the script, and and is portraying the the character in 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 a way that's interesting, bringing something to the character. I think that the more you say the the often I think the the more you distract them from from that process so so and what you say holds a lot of weight I think as a director for for the actor so I only really try and say something to the to or or direct the actor in a way that's that's got to do with my understanding of of where this performance falls in the 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 film. So if I understand if this actor is giving me a great performance, but I understand that it's only the the beginning of the film and we don't need to be like on on ten just yet, then we then we bring it down. But other than that, it's not. I mean, depending on you know some actors, you have to talk to a lot. But those are, I mean, from this short, the, the actors that I had to talk to the most were the ones that were like struggling to give me good takes um yeah and that but the actors that that were good were, were, were giving me a whole variation of takes so you don't really have to direct too much in a way mm. in a way yeah I, I don't know if that answers your question maybe that's sort of that. in line i was listening to a podcast uh or like a, it wasn't a podcast it was a discussion um from last year's uh dga um uh, nominated directors and Obviously, it was Taika Waititi and Martin Scorsese. And a lot of them, especially Tarantino, was talking about when you have, like, good actors, you don't have to, like, force them to give a good performance, which I think is a really interesting uh, or is a really good way to think about directing as well. Like, if 
if you, like you were saying, if you speak too much, you're distracting. And like you might end up, um, if it's a good actor, you might end up changing sort of the, or taking away some of the nuance that they are bringing. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's it's really cool. Like you're doing some of the things, um, some of the big guys. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, the, the, literally the only reason, it, I mean, obviously, like I'd, I'd watch a lot of directors talking, you know, obviously Paul Thomas Anderson talking about working with uh, the best actor, you know, um, Philip Timo Hoffman, uh, when you mentioned Macy, these, these these guys that are like Julianne Moore, you know, these, these people that are so brilliant at acting that they're like transcend like whatever you can write down they like make amazing and i mean the way he talks about it as well it's just like he doesn't know a how they do it and b like what what else could he say to them mm. <laughs> and and sometimes i mean if you, if you get a good actor that i think that's very rare first of all and then second of all you don't want to why do you want to break that why do you want to yeah yeah you're not there to overpower someone else's job you're there to just Direct. Direct. Yeah, a guide. <laughs> so moving into sort of uh, after you're like on set, you've directed this thing, going into post-production, how um, involved are you in post as a director? Do you mean in general or for this, this short? You can speak, yeah, how mm. it's, it's you. So, so again, my, my experience is relatively limited as a director with in terms of music videos. Um, I, I actually in general, in general, even though I have very limited experience, um, I, I like to be very involved in the edit. I mean, when I edit with Mark, I, we literally sit from frame one until final cut um, <laughs> together um, going through, going through the edit. So important to have good snacks. That is, <laughs> that is so essential. It's the most important part, some would say. <laughs> some would say. In terms of, of this short, that this short that I've done for the anthology, I've had to let go a little bit, um, not working with Mark. Um, that's been weird. That's been, yeah, it's been, it's been another learning curve, I think, um, to, to work with, with a new editor because it's such a, a position of, of trust. Um, and sensibility and scope of reference. The editor is really a conversation for me. It's like like a conversation between me and the, the editor. The editing is a, is a technical job, but but that's only step one. You know, I think understanding the content, understanding why you're making cuts, understanding the story and the characters as an editor is, is way more important than the technical stuff. So I like to be very involved for this most recent project, I've been relatively involved. I've seen cuts that I gave notes on. And most of the time, I needed to have a session with the editor. I needed to like sit with them for like a couple of hours in person and go through mm. go through it in detail. Um, but it's been interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So you're like a very hands-on sort of in, in when you're directing, you're like... I want to. I want to through this other person get my fingers in the Absolutely. in the meat that is the footage, yeah. and then when you go to like sound, do you are you as involved in the sound post production sound process or? Again, it's like my I have a very big opinion, but my 
so so my my like knowledge like doing like like I have I think quite a good knowledge of editing and the editing process and what you can do and what you should do with the edit and what the edit can do for a film and then when it comes to sound um I have an idea of of for music I have an idea of what I want and I can pull up some references but I don't think I have the vocabulary to to say this is what I want but I can hear something that's that's written for the film and then say this is working because of x y and z but this mm-hmm. isn't working because of abc you know like yeah. that's sort of how I work on that front yeah um, I have a very similar struggle it's with music I mean I, I know how to play some music but talking to a composer or whatever yeah. is very it's quite like a s- abstract concept you know Absolutely. it's not like you can just it's so, it's so abstract yeah yeah i mean it's not I, like you can I say love... go two frames later you know it's like yeah, yeah. i mean I, I love music and i love um music in film and what music does for a film but but it's and i have opinions on it but i i, I can't shape it at all yeah interesting yeah, okay. i can't make it yeah <laughs> i can't shape it i don't know yeah <laughs> thinking about my own sort of conversations with a composer and working with Alex on like multiple projects is that I didn't really approach each project the same way um, when talking about music. Um, mm. You can watch that in our, what's that? A vlog. Our 26 music minute vlog. music 26 vlog. Music, music vlog <laughs> that not many people long. watched, but we thought was really good. But anyway, yeah, I've, I found that First of all, I have like next to zero knowledge of like like musical theory knowledge. I think Yaku has definitely a lot more, but I also found that my how I describe things or sort of what I wanted or what I didn't want definitely uh, shifted from each short. One was like just like a lot of references and just like a few like keywords and left him to sort of like there was like a lot of room for like interpretation versus and another one was like um the only thing i really i gave like a few uh musical sort of references that i found but then it was like i just explained the interiority of one character and that was the that was what he scored like throughout the film so what do you find that your approach changes from project to project in terms of and also when you're speaking about working with like a different editor versus working with other editor versus working with me or, or someone else, this is the longest question in the world, but like, <laughs> how, how does the, how does the approach change when working with different person? I suppose it doesn't even have to be in post, like working with yeah. one DP versus another mm-hmm. DP working, you're speaking about working with how one actor works versus another actor works. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes you have time to figure it out. Cause it's like getting to, to know someone, you know, so you, you have to spend time with them in order to, to understand the best way to communicate clearly. Um, and sometimes you, you have a lot of time to do that. And sometimes you, you have half a day with, with an actor that you met like the day before or whatever. But, but I think in an ideal situation, I would like time to, to, get a sense of of the person and their sensibility i mean with with dops and composers you you can get a sense of them through their work so you know you can obviously watch a dop's reel and sense their their ability 
um, you can like know what you can ask of them. But it's just about time. I mean, working, I mean, every project, every music video and the short, I've worked with a different DOP and each of them has has had a, like a distinct language. Like I have to like change the way I ask for things or don't ask for things or let things happen. Yeah, it's, it's like getting to know someone in a way. And the longer you have, the better your communication. Yeah, or maybe in sometimes yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have you, you you understand that you don't actually have to say much at all to you don't have to overexplain something because mm-hmm. you tune into like each other's sensibility. I think that's why directors work with the same uh, yeah. crew members over, yeah. like over and over because um, yeah. there's just that shorthand that's already there. So just to to finish off like the end of part one we always like to end off on some sort of inspiring words so maybe the inspiring words can then be around the Just creation on, of yeah. an idea or sort of the yeah. development of something you know what's what are what are your what are your what is evan evan's top tips for developing an effective film i mean that, that's a hard question to answer because i'm like only at the beginning of that part of my career where Mm. where I'm actually having output from the thinking um, and the writing Mm. so I would say the main thing is if the idea the first idea the subject the story the film or the script sticks with you and you you like no no matter what so like if if that thing like latches onto you then you know that you you have the capacity to give it the energy that it needs to make it good or impactful or as good as you can make it. So if you have an idea for a subject or even if it's like a plot line or something and that idea sticks with you, even when you're doing something else, even when you're engaging on a different project and that idea is still lingering, that's that's a good sign, I think, that, that you'll have the energy that it takes to, to, to see it to, to completion. And make it good because because i think a film every film every single film is so dense in in person hours you know like an, an hour and a half or two hours on the screen is tens of thousands of of hours of human beings energy that's gone into that mm. so if you know that and you know that this thought or idea is worth contributing that energy to then then you're probably onto a good thing cool cool very good yeah. advice that's good awesome well thank you yeah. so much evan this was such a cool conversation yeah. both parts if you haven't seen part one go, make sure you watch it and then think uh thanks man thanks, and good man. luck with the post-production process good luck with the festivals i'm sure it's gonna just dominate all over next year or this year <laughs> i don't know when you're planning on releasing or submitting but Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for sharing. And a pleasure, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much, brother. Pleasure. Hopefully see you in person soon. Yes. Cheers, man. Thanks, man. Bye. And that wraps up part two and our entire conversation with Evan Wodorowicz. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you would like to see other things from us, we actually have a whole YouTube channel, which you can check out at youtube.com slash pictures. We've got a ton of filmmaking content on there, a bunch of how-tos, camera reviews, you name it. So go check it out and consider subscribing. But until next time, go out there, stay safe.
Make your movie.